Man, there has been a ton of news in the smart home and home kit space over the last couple of weeks. Some of it really exciting, some of it really confusing, and some of it really bad. So in this episode, we'll go heavy on the news and try to make sense of it all as we wind down 2022. Let's get into it. internet my name is dustin and this is the my home kit home podcast and here we look at the smart home with an apple home and accessibility focus so the last couple of weeks have been unusually brimming with a ton of home kit news we've gotten a bunch of matter announcements yet another home kit hub and there's even been some smart home drama in this episode we're going to talk about all of that and more now, if this is your first episode, welcome and thanks for joining us. If you're returning, thank you for listening and I'm glad that you're enjoying the show. But do us a favor, would you? Leaving us a rating and review goes a long way to getting us in front of more people and helps us to continue to produce our content. I definitely really appreciate y'all. And now on to the news and we'll kick things off with a couple of matter announcements. We haven't really covered them much and I'm not sure why because they do seem to make some pretty decent, affordable, and unique products, but Maris has decided to jump into the matter pool, announcing that their first foray should be due out in North America by year's end, which at this point is just a matter of days. While not too terribly exciting, this all-new Wi-Fi-based smart plug should, I'm assuming, replace their current offering or offerings since some of their smart plugs only support Google and Amazon, while others also support Apple Home. Now, seeing as how we don't have an exact release date yet, definitely follow us on social media at MyHomeKitHome for the latest updates, and you'll find links to those and the pre-order in the show notes. On a side note, Maris did relay that none of their existing lineup would be gaining Matter support, but it's safe to say that we should be seeing new devices roll out from this manufacturer throughout 2023. Following along on the Matter track, Eve has officially launched their Matter Early Access program. This test flight beta is available to users who meet some specific requirements. First, you'll need to have either an EVE Motion, EVE Energy, or EVE Door and Window Sensor, and these are the most recent versions with Thread. And with this, of course, you'll need to have a Thread Border Router like a HomePod Mini or an Apple TV 4K with Thread. And finally, you'll need to be running iOS 16.2 or later. And once you've met these requirements, you can apply for the beta firmware release through the EVE website. First, you'll notice that you have to be pretty entrenched in the Apple ecosystem in order to jump on this beta. This means that you're probably already using Eve's devices in HomeKit, and Matter support doesn't bring any additional functionality to Apple Home users. This despite a somewhat confusing statement from Eve saying that HomeKit users can expect additional functionality like autonomous schedules, child locks, and advanced automations with the Matter update. So to clarify, we will not lose any functionality with the Matter update, neither in Apple Home nor in Eve's app, but we also don't gain anything, at least at this point in the game. Shout out to Aaron Pierce and Jennifer Patterson-Tui for helping to sort this out. It's also worth noting that once you've updated your Eve devices to Matter, there's no going back to the HomeKit walled garden. While I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing, it's definitely something you want to be aware of. So bearing all of this in mind, what are the benefits of updating your Eve devices to support Matter? Well, to be honest, at this point, for those of us who were all in on Apple Home, nothing. 
However, if you use Samsung SmartThings or Google Home, which are the only other two Matter controllers available at this point, you will get that added functionality in those ecosystems. Now, I did apply for and received my invitation to the Test Flight Beta program and will update one of my EVE devices to just test things out, but you might want to wait at least until the smoke clears. I don't anticipate any major issues, but you never know, especially with something as new as Matter. However, if you do want to test it out for yourself, I left a link to the beta program in the show notes. Phew, that was quite a bit. So before we get into some lighter news, let's take a moment and talk about today's sponsor, Exter and their holiday bundles. Now, I know I'm not the only one who procrastinated and may or may not be scrambling to pick up those last-minute holiday gifts. Extra's holiday bundles are great because they combine their premium minimalist smart wallets with practical EDC accessories like cash clips, their 8-in-1 multi-tool, and key cases. And now, through December 25th, you can get up to an astonishing 40% off of your order by using promo code MYHOMEKITHOME at checkout or by going to shop.exter.com slash myhomekithome. Don't miss out on these super sweet deals just in time for Christmas. Go to shop.exter.com slash myhomekithome to save big on those last-minute holiday gifts. All right, so now we have some new devices to talk about, and the first of which are from TP-Link. Now, it seems that TP-Link has been on a roll, most recently announcing the addition of two new smart switches and a smart outdoor plug to their HomeKit-compatible line of cost of devices. Apple Home users now have another affordable option for smart switches, with the KS200 being a single-pole on-off switch and the KS220 being a dimmer switch, with both of these devices requiring a neutral wire and working over a 2.4 GHz Wi-Fi band. They've also announced CASA has also added an CASA has also a CASA has also added a while TP-Link does advertise that you can control appliances like pool pumps with the smart outdoor plug, I definitely look at the wattage of whatever you're connecting to it just so you don't burn this thing out. These three new devices from TP-Link's CASA line are available now and you'll find links in the show notes. Bursting onto the HomeKit scene seemingly out of left field with their super popular Thread Air Purifier, which I do have and will be reviewing soon, Airversa has announced that they'll be back in 2023 with the world's first Thread-enabled humidifier. Dubbed the Humel or the Humel or the Hummel, not really sure, but apparently following in line with the Purell air purifier naming scheme, this humidifier boasts a 5.5 liter water tank as well as 36 individually controllable LEDs encircling the base of the device, which, if I'm being honest, sounds pretty sweet. While Airversa is obviously committed to riding the thread wave, Matter support is forthcoming for both of their devices in 2023. Airversa is looking to get their new smart humidifier to market in early 2023, but pricing and release dates have yet to be announced. Swedish smart home fans may be familiar with the brand pledged 
sorry about the pronunciation, and its lineup of smart devices, and they are now HomeKit compatible via a firmware update to their hub which ports over connected devices to Apple Home. This includes their Bluetooth mesh accessories like relays, smart plugs, wireless buttons, and even a smart rotary dial. But don't expect this last device to have full functionality in HomeKit since there isn't a characteristic for rotary dials in Apple Home just yet. Speaking of Sweden, IKEA has announced they're adding to their Symphonisk, again, sorry about the pronunciation, line of smart speakers, this time amplifying a floor lamp. If you're not familiar, Sonos and IKEA teamed up a few years back to integrate Sonos's multi-room technology into a more affordable home decor forward approach. They've even managed to add a smart speaker to a picture frame. It can also be combined with other Symphonisk and Sonos speakers to create a full home theater experience. This floor lamp speaker combo comes standard with a light bamboo colored shade that can be swapped out to match your decor. While this new smart home furnishing won't be available at least until sometime in January, the other speakers in the Symphonist lineup are available now, and guess what? You can find links in the show notes. Staying in Sweden, Scandinavian smart home scouts can rejoice now that the HomePod Mini is being released in Sweden, Norway, and Finland. The HomePod Mini is available in all five colorways and, as of iOS 15.6, has support for Norwegian and Swedish languages. It can be picked up for 1,249 Swedish or Norwegian krona or 109 euros. While I did mention Scandinavia, and yes, I know that Finland isn't technically part of Scandinavia, it's worth noting that Danish HomeKit fans will continue to have to wait their turn. So it would seem that no HomeKit news roundup in December of 2022 would be complete without mentioning Eufy's privacy and security debacle. First, let's look at what actually happened. Sparing you the super technical details, essentially a security researcher discovered that Eufy has been uploading images to the cloud while claiming fully local support and with cloud storage being disabled by the user. These images include a high-resolution, full-frame still of the camera's feed as well as a cropped close-up when a face is detected. If the user has tagged faces in images which are stored in the app for facial recognition, this tagged information is also sent along with these images to the cloud. Furthermore, it turns out that live feeds of Eufy cameras can be remotely accessed with third-party media players like VLC with no encryption and little and easily found device information like the serial number, which in this case is printed on the outside of the box. Now, the bit about the images being sent to the cloud isn't all that surprising because in order to receive rich notifications on your device, those that contain an image or video preview, Eufy needs to send those to the cloud in order to efficiently process those notifications. This is not at all unlike what other manufacturers do who offer similar features, including HomeKit Secure Video. The fundamental issue that I see is not that Eufy is sending these images to the cloud, it's that they're doing so while claiming fully local storage when this isn't necessarily the case. While the video footage is stored locally, the images required for the rich notifications are sent to the cloud and this wasn't made apparent by Eufy. While the video footage is stored locally, the images required for rich notifications are sent to the cloud and this wasn't made apparent by Eufy. 
At least it wasn't before a recent update which made this a little bit clearer. Essentially, if you don't want these images being sent to the cloud, you'll want to review your notification settings in the Eufy app opting for the minimal option. Now, the second part is the one that should scare you and should definitely make you think twice about purchasing Eufy cameras and even keeping ones that you may already have. When The Verge presented Eufy with the proven findings, they flat out denied that this was something that was even possible. I'm not 100% sure what Eufy thought would come out of denying a proven vulnerability, but this is what happened. Rather than admitting that there was a fault or at the very least say that they were looking into it or working on a security patch, they said that an unencrypted remote access just wasn't possible when it obviously was. This is a huge deal and not just if you own Eufy cameras. Eufy and its parent company, Anchor, have built a reputation over the years for being trustworthy, reliable, and just a solid couple of brands. And some of Eufy's cameras even support HomeKit Secure Video, which is touted for its end-to-end -end encryption. So what does it mean if such a well-respected brand can fail so miserably? We should undoubtedly hold manufacturers to the highest of standards and they should absolutely be held accountable if and when false claims are made and if and when user security and privacy are compromised. And I'm not just talking about the court of public opinion. This is yet another prime example of why we need standardized security and privacy regulations that are regularly updated and strictly monitored for adherence and that have severe consequences for non-compliance. I do believe in second chances and I'm not completely writing off Eufy, but they do need to go further than just adding a note to their app store listing and removing some privacy points from their marketing material. Well, there's never a dull moment in the smart home world, and I think that's plenty for today's episode. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review, and check us out on YouTube and social media for more Apple Home and Smart Home goodness. This may be the last episode before the new year, and then we've got the CES madness to prepare for, so if I don't talk to you before then, happy holidays, be well, and stay safe. Thanks for listening, and take care.